done? Cool. We are still in Own Your Power, in our Own Your Power series. Um, so welcome if, you're our, if it's your first time here, we welcome you at Searchlight. I am Patty Vasquez. I'm the associate pastor here at Searchlight. And um, we are again on the series of owning your power and being more uh, who you're meant to be, finding um, strength in areas you didn't know you had or you, you needed strength perhaps. Um, and today the title of my teaching is The Power of People. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do on your own. But no matter how uh, amazing and uh, you are on your own, <laughs> you need other people. We all do. Um, and God is and should always be number one above all. Um, I think that, let's just say that now, God will always be the best and should be number one uh, for all of us. But God also wired us um, to need other people. And he's okay with that. He made us that way. He's so he's like, it's totally cool by me, with me if you have friends, you know. <laughs> You're not being dis, uh, unfaithful to me. Um, so, uh, and sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't want the answer to be other people. Sometimes I, I don't like that answer. And, uh, well, not so much anymore. But I used to think that, oh, why? Why can I just, why do I have to have need, the need for other people? Uh, why can it just be me and you, God? Or why can it just be me, you know? Um, and sometimes we only focus on all that is wrong. You know, I don't know if you, uh, if there's anybody here that can relate to this, that sometimes we only focus on like what's horrible about humanity and we're like, oh, and we have a million reasons as to why people are like the worst idea ever. And so, you know, it helps you to kind of stay where you're at, doesn't it? To justify like uh, bad people are a bad idea, you know? Sometimes we do that. We do a lot of storytelling over the years, over the years, and we're just like, yep, people are bad. I'm going to stay where I'm at. Um, and so we have versions of stories, right, uh, that why people are, bad, are a bad idea. And really because um, the reality is might be that you've just been hurt by people. And that's why people seem like a horrible idea. But the reality is that's not true. The reality is maybe you've just been hurt. Um, so, and sometimes, you know, we build walls because of the versions we tell ourselves over the years. So we have walls and they're just like, you don't even know you have them sometimes and sometimes you do and you're just like, that's totally cool with me, you know. <laughs> so it's fear of being close to others. The reality is, is that it's fear of being close to other people why we have these stories. I definitely have had these stories um, in my head for years as to why men sucked, you know. <laughs> And, and now my version is different. My, my, the tapes are different, and they're a little bit more healthier. But that used to be the story of my life. So, um, But in Ephesians 4.16, uh, it says, From whom the whole body joins, and this is, I'll just read it, 4.16. From whom the whole body joins and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So Jesus is the head of the body, right? But we all have part of a role in the body of Christ. And the key words here that I want you to focus on is join, joined and knit together. And we are designed to be connected. And I, I think I can't help think of a, like a knitted sweater, you know? I don't know if you're into that. I'm not into that, but... Um, but I can appreciate the talent that goes into knitting. I mean, some of these patterns are insane. I, I wish I had a picture, but you're just like, 
the patterns in knitting sometimes are really intricate and the detail are amazing. I mean, there's so many things that you can think of, but for me, I think of knitting a sweater and I'm just, or a scarf, you know, it's sometimes it's amazing work. So that, that that's the image when I think of, um, that we're designed to be like this, really. That we're designed to be so connected to other people that, and just think of how that might not be in life for you. I mean, if sometimes we were so far from that, it's really hard to relate to how that actually was originally intended, isn't it? Like it's in the days of Acts, people used to spend every day together. I'd be like, really, God, every day, really? Like, I need some me time, you know? But that's not what it's, it's not saying it's no me time. There's just things that we haven't learned yet about what it really is to be connected. Um, because the reality is God designed you, like the way we're wired inside is to be connected. And we'll get into that. Um, um, so, um, and it's cool that uh, in this verse it says, um, according to the effective working by which every part does its share. So every part, every one of you has a part in the body and does it something for the other. So it's not like you're not needed, I can do without you, you know. That's just the story we tell ourselves, but the reality is, is we're all needed. Um, and, and as a result, when everybody does their part, like, jo like joints, if you think about it, if your bones didn't have joints, if your body didn't, I mean, it, it would just fall apart. You just wouldn't be able to walk, you couldn't hold a cup, I mean, there's so many things you couldn't do. Um, but um, when everything works together, growth happens. So if you think about that, um, why you're not growing? I'm not, you know, I'm not where I want to be yet in certain areas of my life. Well, check it out. What's the lack? What's the need? Is there enough people in your life that are speaking into it? You know, the lack of people, could that be a result um, of, of, is that the, the, res the result of not having enough people? Um, so, so, but the cool thing is that, that we grow as a result when we're knitted together, in a, in a sense. Um, so also, accountability, um, huge. Um, where, you know, you can't be accountable to yourself. I've heard this many times where people are like, I answer to myself, okay, like that kind of works, but not really. Um, accountability only comes from others, so it doesn't work otherwise. Do you know? It doesn't work. So you're kind of delusional if you think you could just be accountable to yourself. It's, I think that's not reality. Um, so join a group and see it in action. I know a lot of, we have a women's and men's uh, fellowships that you have to sign up for, but you kind of, in, in those, in it's account, it's, you get accountability because you have homework and you have to check in, you have a partner and all that stuff, and you start seeing in action what accountability looks like. Um, so it's a great way to do that, actually. So I'm just going to throw that in there. Join a group if you want to see what accountability looks like, because um, it doesn't work otherwise. It, there, it's... And I mean, I guess you could see it when you work. Some of, I'm sure everybody here has a job um, <laughs> that if you don't show up, you know, you get fired, or if you don't show up, you get a, you probably get pulled in the office or something, right? So you do see accountability in that sense and in the world. But in terms of being connected and healing and growing as a person, accountability is huge. Um, so what doesn't work and what's not including others, what that looks like, is isolating. For instance. Um, that's probably the easiest thing to, that pops up for me, isolation, because I do that a lot. Um, I shouldn't say I do it a lot. I always get these extreme pictures of myself. See, harsh voices. Um, <laughs> if, if I was an isolator, I guess I wouldn't be talking here. Um, but 
but isolation, I guess I'm so familiar with it, that's the first thing that comes up for me, that it's a huge symptom of how you're not including other people, and that's one way that it could look like, that you, know, you, can, be, you can have friends at work or acquaintances, but for the most part, you're isolated. You know? um, unhealthy relationships. So there's, many, there's several types here, and I really want to um, talk about that. Uh, that in, in, uh, there's, there's, romantic, there's the romantic kind where the, person, the only person you ever open up to is the person you're with. Or in, in you or, or whoever, that you don't have any friends outside of that, that's who you connect with and confide in. And um, that that's all you're getting your needs, that's where you're getting your needs met. I would say that that's an unhealthy way. Even though it's awesome you have someone, if you don't even have anybody at all, but you have that one person, I would say that's a good thing. But it could be so much more, it's limited um, because I think it's really limited, you know what I mean? That person can't meet all your needs, so that can't be it for you. You know, that can't be God's whole entire plan for you, you know? Um, so, so romantic relationships can sort of be that, where, you know, um, it's not enough. Also, the other kind that I'm sort of familiar to with is misery loves company kind of relationships, where you only hang out with people that, um, that will <laughs> support your, your crap you know, that will enable you and um, be like, yeah, don't sleep in, don't go to church, you know, I'm going to sleep in, let's meet up after, you know, or I don't know, like, like misery loves company, and I'm sure we've all, I've been on both ends, you know, I've had those people and I've been that person, um, why, because I didn't want to grow, you know, um, and so also superficial, only social Relationships are also um, uh, a good picture as to what it looks like to not include others. That, because see, you can have people in your life. It's, that's not the problem. It's like the right people, you know? So, um, so you can have like a million friends, but if you're not ever vulnerable with people, then that's not really including people, you know? So superficial and only social relationships tend to, like, I have had plenty of those where I never had to get vulnerable, and that's, and I liked it that way, you know? Um, also, relationships that you can control <laughs> are huge. Uh, I mean, it's on your terms, you know? And uh, also, uh, let's see, relationships that cater to your level of comfort. Um, and I think those are huge because that, those are also indicators of, of that it's on your terms, do you know? That, um, and it's very, uh, whether you're aware, to, aware of it or not, some, I think people, for the most part we are aware when we do this, um, that, that we keep, we know why we keep certain people around, you know? And, um, and I find that when we, when we do this, we're not dealing with, which I'm gonna talk about a little further more, we're not really dealing with authority issues and ways that we relate to people that, um, that might know more than us. So do you know what I mean? We only keep people around that will, will not challenge us and, oh, you know, that person's too, up, you know, upfront. I don't know if I wanna be constantly having some confrontation. So I'm only gonna be with people that are chill and not con confrontational. Does that make sense? Where, so, there's a lot of ways we can uh, avoid being with people. Um, so relationships that cater to your, to your way of life, 
Um, and I think that's really sad. I think I've definitely had those relationships, and, and it's hard to admit. It's hard to, to, to sit and realize, like, wow, you know, like, um, I, I don't really value the people I'm even in relationships with. You know what I mean? I don't even value, value those people. Also, self-reliance, uh, where you do everything on your own, and you have, there's a lot of pride in that, where you can do everything by yourself, and you're proud of it, and, and you might be super effective as a person. I think that's totally possible. Um, but again, that's not including people, and it's not God's design to, for you to be alone, you know? Um, also, I know a lot of Christians do go here and um, where it's only me and God kind of thinking. It's just, you, you know, like where your heart's, you know, in the right place to put God first and all that good stuff, but it's only me and you, God, and, you know, that's not really his, what he's asking for, you know? Um, so I think that's also super limiting and not part of what he wants for you. That's so, there's so much more in relationships. Um, but I get that it's scary, you know, to start seeing these things. But um, where we want to be, actually, is, and, and where I think we're going to be most blessed is in, um, I don't know if it's coming up here or if there's verses, James, um, James 5.16, it's more of where we want to be and how we want to relate and um, where we, it's a good place to start. I know when my life started changing, where, where I started seeing growth in my life in terms of relationships is where I started sharing things that I wasn't so, doing so hot in and, uh, and other, other people were there to be like, hmm. I can still relate to that, and you're not alone, and it felt really good to, to have that. Um, but it says, confess your trash, I'm, I'm used to the, the NIV version, but this says trespasses, but it says, confess your sins to one another in the NIV, but I, this is just as good. Um, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The, affer- the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And so, um, this is where like grace and forgiveness comes through God, Jesus, and other people. Like, there, <laughs> you can't experience grace alone because it has to be given. So do you know, like, it has, it, it has to come outside of yourself. Um, and you can't really experience it otherwise. So chances are, if, if you're isolating, you're not getting a lot of grace. You know what I mean? And that's and that's where our hearts get really hardened and really um, where the walls really grow. And, you know, um, Nancy's talked about don't should on yourself. Like, I should do this. I should do, I should be here. Where she says don't should on yourself. Um, so, so not shooting on yourself is one thing. So don't, I want to make that contrast is that, you know, um, that's one thing. But you can't actually forgive yourself. You know, so that's why other people need to come into place because um, you, uh, you know, some, I've heard this many times where you just need to forgive yourself. And I'm like, really? Does, how does that work? Unless you have split personality. I mean, like, you're just like talking to yourself, like kind of thing. And it doesn't work. It, you know, you just need to forgive yourself for all the bad things. Well, you know, let that, let that be for the people you've wronged, actually. You know what I mean? Or let that be for the people that, that um, can give you some grace, you know? Um, so it doesn't really work. You can't really forgive yourself. Um, so it's not exactly like, you can totally stop from shaming yourself, but you can't really 
forgive yourself. You have to have Christ in there. That's what Christ is for, you know. That's what other people are there. If you have the right people, you experience grace. Um, and um, let's see where else. Oh, also in Luke's, uh, Luke, um, I'm sorry, Ecclesiastes 4.12. Um, it says, though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. And that verse reminds me a lot of, of times where I felt stuck um, in my negative thinking, and I had friends to fight for me in that, and uh, especially with dating. Like, uh, I mean, this is more of a, I talk about dating a lot because it's a current thing for me. It's a current struggle. Um, so I, I had, for years, for a couple of years, I was just like, Ugh, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm so, and I was stuck in that thinking a lot where I'm just like, I'm just gonna, I, I don't care, I'll be alone, or somehow in my, in my thought, I, or in my brain, I was thinking that I could somehow skip over that, and then, bam, there's your man, you know? But, but, that, but the truth is, so I was stuck in that thinking that it had to be that way, God, or no way, you know? So I had several friends fighting for me, because um, I felt overpowered by these thoughts, just like this verse says. Um, you know, when, so it's not just like, you can think of many things in your life, I think, even now, where, you, where are you stuck, and where do you feel overwhelmed by something, where somebody could actually help me with this, where can I get some help, um, and, and for me, that, the, the, that perception of dating was so negative, and so stuck, that I really needed a lot of help with the fears and insecurities that came up with it, that surrounded that subject, so, um, you know, I had a lot of good feedback, I mean, and, and also not so good, but it was true, you know, and it, that I needed to hear, like, um, you know, you're, you're really abrupt with men, you're not really that approachable, and, you know, maybe that's why you don't you know, <laughs> have a man yet. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot, love you. <laughs> like, thanks for the truth, love you, you know, but it's true. Like, you know, you, you have that sign, you're just like, leave me alone. Like, yeah, bring your sign down. Uh, and... And so I had friends fighting for me, to, but also saying really amazing things like, you know, you're an amazing woman, you're a good cat, you're a catch, and blah, 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 and that stuff is hard to also receive from me too, where I don't believe that about myself, but other people were really helpful in helping me hold on to that, even if I wasn't truly there yet. So other people, the power of other people. I mean, I got on Christian Mingle because of that. That's crazy, like, that's a big step for me. Um, so the power of other people, that's the power of other people, and the way that God wired you inside is like a little iPhone, you know, like better. I just, I mean, there's still things about my iPhone that I'm still learning how to do. I'm like, oh my God. The other day, I'll tell a quick story. I had my headphones on, and I didn't know my camera was on, and I was trying to switch up the volume on my iPhone with my headset. The whole time I was taking pictures, and I was like, why is there pictures of my chin? Like. And I was like, I didn't even know that I could take pictures from my iPhone thingy, you know, the speaker thing. And I was just like, wow, this is an amazing device. <laughs> uh, but so see, when you don't have other people, those are the things, I'm gonna somehow connect that now <laughs> to other people, is that you miss out on how God created you to be wired, right? The way he wired us is to need other people. So when you don't have other people, you don't know the things that you are capable of. Like, you're just this isolated little person, and, you know, and, you're, and you might be super efficient, and maybe not, but other people bring in um, what, God, what God's gifted them with, just like the verse says, um, and, and 
and all of a sudden you can do things you never thought you could or you didn't even know you could do, you know? So it's huge. And, and, um, and you know, I realized, like, for me, a lot of the things that held me back was just fear. It was just fear, and that's valid. You know, it really is. Um, fear is a valid thing. But again, even people can help you acknowledge that, and it feels really good. You know, oh, you're afraid, me too. Like, I totally get it. Nobody's going to be like, that's dumb, you're afraid. Like, if, if you do, if, those are, if that's the reaction you get, that's not the right person, do you know? The right person's going to be like, oh, I feel you, honey. Like, I'm so there. I was really scared too, but you're not alone. You know, that's the right person. But that's what the, it sounds like when you're with the right people. Um, so a threefold cord is not easily broken. And that's where other people come into play. Um, so get a team together. Get a team of people uh, that can also help you with those stuff, with the, with the places you're stuck in. Um, and the type of people that are good for you look like, actually, uh, Proverbs 27, 17, um, that says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And um, people that will encourage you in, uh, in spiritual ways, um, that recognize your spiritual, that you're, that you're a spiritual person, encourage you in spiritual ways, not just superficial things, like, you know, whatever. Um, people that will tell you the truth, even if they know you're going to get mad at them. I mean, people that are willing to risk for you. Be like, you get, I know I've seen you mad and you get nasty, but uh, you're still worth it, you know? I, that's how I felt, we're like, man, I can get a little, I can get scary. And, uh, and I really have that much more trust and respect for people that have been able to go in there and pull me out of some funky stuff. So those are the kind of people you want. Um, also, people that know how, how to give you grace, you know, when you do share stuff. That, that, that's what makes a safe person is that, um, that they're not going to judge you but, um, but are coming to with their own struggles too. They're coming from a place of like, you know what, that, that lives in me too. So we talked about that last week in terms of like when you point the finger at someone else that recognize that it also lives in you. Um, otherwise, it's just judgmental. So that's the kind of person you actually, that what it looks like is that people that know how to give you grace. Um, and uh, in Ephesians 5.21, um, a, huge, a huge section or another big piece of this um, is and not being isolated and, and needing the power of other people um, is having mentors. Um, and, and in Ephesians 5.21, it says, submit to one another in, in the fear of God. And, and so I'm used to hearing it like out of, it's sort of a reverence for God that you, that you submit to one another. Um, and, you know, I know the word submission is a little scary sometimes where you're like, you know, I'm not... So what do you mean submit? You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds really like, oh, you know, intense. But, um, but um, hupotasso actually is the, is the Greek word for submission, and it's to arrange under or to yield one's advice, to yield to one's advice by one's own choice. So it's your choice. It's not nobody's making you submit. Nobody's making you um, do something. It's not control. But it's where you yield, you know, where the road gets narrow and the, ro the road sign says yield or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, I should do that because it's good for, you know, I don't want to crash anybody. Um, it's that kind of thing, where it's your choice. Um, 
And I want to make a, a point that mentors, because I know a lot of us probably have authority figures and are, have had author, unhealthy authority figures, and submission can be really scary. Um, so, but having mentors is actually one of the ways you can get a lot of healing in um, parental wounds, actually. Um, actually, without mentors, you can't really get mommy and daddy issues healed. You really can't. I, I mean, um, if you show me another way, I'm, call me. If you find, you know, if you have another way that that actually works, give me a call because probably I want to know, actually. <laughs> um, I've just never seen it. I've never seen somebody, um, you know, where, where somebody uh, knows more than you, you know what I mean, where um, the, the mentor knows more than you, basically. That's what that means. Uh, and so a healthy mentor should know more than you. And so there's no shame in knowing less, you know what I mean? Um, and I had a hard time with that, where um, I didn't... Uh, um, I didn't start. I didn't start experiencing that until I want to say late twenties, early thirties. I'm 32 now, <laughs> so it wasn't that long ago. Uh, and um, and Nancy, our head, our head pastor, actually, she's not here. She's celebrating her uh, anniversary. Uh, she's a mentor for me and also parental figure. And so it wasn't until I started getting some growing pains that I realized, like, oh, like I relate to you, like parental and I and I all my authority stuff started coming up and um but um she's super safe you know she's a super safe person and has been really consistent for 20 years now in my life I met her when I was 12 or 11 um so I realized like wow I just the moment I started relating to her as a mentor is where all the stuff was like it was like vomiting you know um <laughs> All this stuff had to come out, and I realized that I wouldn't have gotten that in peer relationships. It had to be somebody that knew more than me, had more life experience, and that I felt like, oh, I can't, you know more than me. <laughs> and the submission comes in in that, doesn't it? It, it? That's where submit to one another out of, in the fear of God, out of respect, that somebody might know more than you, and God can be working through them to teach you something that's very needed in your, in your life. Um, so... Mentors are huge, and to start shifting your, your desire towards having that in your life would be an awesome thing to, to seek that out. Um, so having, uh, having a mentor doesn't make you less. It just means you want to grow, and it's a really healthy thing to want that. I mean, it's amazing. So peer relationships are different, a dynamic. Um, they're good, they're amazing, and you should have them, but they're limited in terms of furthering your, your healing in terms of... Um, as a person, I think, too. I mean, have them. They're amazing. Um, I love my friends. But, you know, Shay and I, are the, we're the same age. We've known each other for a long time. But her and I have daddy issues. <laughs> like, or we've had them, so I can say that. She's not, she's not aware of um, But we could say, you know, yeah, I'm limited in, in what I can, in how I can be there for you. And she's limited in how she can be there for me because of that. So I'm really thankful for Nancy, actually. Um, and so that, I just want to make that distinction that it's, it's very different um, from the peer and the, and the mentor. It's a very different dynamic. So you can be like, yeah, I have plenty of good friends that would tell me the truth. Awesome, great, I do too. Um, but where, where do you submit? Who do you submit to, you know, is different. 
Um, also, um, and also to, to see the, I've seen, um, to see the relationships play out when you have mental relationships, um, it takes time to really get healing in some of these areas, so you have to see it play out. It takes a while. Um, and also, discipline and structure is huge uh, in, in submitting to one another and that in submission. And, uh, and, and um, I, I know I say this a lot, and I hear other people say, I just, need to, I just need to be more disciplined. I just need to be more disciplined where you, know, you have a bad diet day or day or um, you don't read your Bible during the week enough or whatever. I mean, this happens to me all the time. I'm like, oh, if I, I just need to be more disciplined. Like, that's the answer. Um, well, if it was, I would have changed. If it actually worked, then it would have changed already. You know what I mean? So that can't be it. So, and, it's, and I think it's limiting and it's harsh to say, I, I just need to be more disciplined because um, there's no I in team, right? So, <laughs> so I just need to be more disciplined. It sounds good. You know, it, maybe in theory, you know, if only. But... It doesn't work, so, and discipline is, is good, right? And, and I think some people have, you know, have discipline in more than others in certain areas, and, and, but um, honestly, but it doesn't, in terms of spiritual things, I don't think, it doesn't take you all the way. It doesn't take you in terms of, like, how you're wired. It's limiting. Um, and so you, get, you have to get others involved, I think, in, in, um, in, in, I, in our small group, I realize there, there's so many things that, people add to my life um, that I didn't know before, but, um, you know, you want to be a scholar, a biblical scholar, get with people who read the Bible, you know, every day. You want to be an ambassador, get with people who have done the ambassador program. You know, you want to be amazing at prayer or whatever, start a prayer group. You know, you do things like that where there's going to be accountability, there's going to be, like, people to hold, to hold you accountable to what you say you want to do. Um, and that you get others involved. And um, another thing is healthy submission, discipleship. Have someone take, so another thing is like, maybe you, you, know, you didn't have healthy parental figures and, and that's why it's really scary to need other people. Um, so I, I, nothing has felt, up in, in, in just in recent years where I started really enjoying being mentored. I, I, you know, there's times where I'm like, oh, I don't like this, you know, you're constantly telling me what's wrong with me, but, but in a good way, with a lot of love, um, uh, but in ways that I need to hear, you know, because I'm 32, I can handle it, um, <laughs> that it's good to have you, to have someone take you under their wing. I think that's the most amazing visual for me, where I'm like, I do, I do want to be taken under somebody's wing. I want somebody to show me, you know, what I didn't get when I was younger, or in ways that somebody that cares enough about me to do that, like to give me the time. And, and so I think to soften our hearts and to desire that, um, to think of it that way, that God uh, wants that for you and that it's a good thing to have somebody teach you something um, if they're safe and, and they're the right person, they're a good fit for you. It's an amazing thing. I mean, so many of us um, on leadership I think I've grown as people in just in, le in a year or so, more and more than ever, because of this um, new thing we're 
Um, Nancy's really trying to work with us on being mentored and being okay with being mentored and being okay with not knowing everything and that somebody should know more than you and you can learn from them. I've grown so much more as a person as a result. Um, and, 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 being, and staying coachable. Also, if you're, uh, if you're like me, uh, you fight the tide a lot and wanna defend and be like, <laughs> whatever, you know? So it doesn't work. So you wanna be coachable. Are you coachable? Ask yourself that. Are, am I coachable? Am I a person that if I walked into a classroom, would there be arrogance in my heart or can I be, would I be uncomfortable with somebody knowing more than me? Whatever. Um, Am I coachable, I think is a really good question. Because um, God can work, God can't work with unwillingness, you know what I mean? No matter how much he loves you, he can't make you do something. So learn to value learning from others what you don't know. It's huge, you know? And um, I think it's the only way to cure your fear of trusting others, is, is to, to, to value um, learning from someone that know, knows more than you and that you're able to submit to that and be like, no, I see this as somebody that God provided in my life. Um, so the power of other people is just that, is trusting others and it can come through having, through peer relationships and, and mentorship and submission in that sense. Um, so we are still going on with the power of, uh, own your power next week, so come back for more. There'll be more juicy stuff next week. And thank you so much. We'll wrap it up.